Hi everyone, I'm Teresa Heal, and I want to thank Chris Platty for talking about Young Living Essential Oils. So I'm going to talk about a few of them myself. We have Thieves Essential Oil, and it supports a healthy immune function and may contribute to overall wellness when taken as a supplement, which is our Thieves Vitality line. We have Peppermint. It's fresh and energizing. You can diffuse it in the room while you're studying to improve your concentration, which is great. Then we have lemon, which also aids in concentration. Especially wonderful aid for children who are struggling with school or have learning challenges. Those are just a few. So if you have any questions, contact TeresaHeal at Comcast.net. T-H-E-R-E-S-A-H-E-A-L at Comcast.net. Thanks. Have a great day. And thanks, Chris. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Strictly Hip Hop. As always, I'm your host, Chris Platty, and thank you for tuning in for another episode of Connor Week. This is the fifth episode by now, um, so you guys should know who John Connor is. Again, if you don't, slap yourself in the face. And returning once again to continue Connor Week is my guy, Connor Ennis, a hype and kickback hip hop. Connor, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. Back the fifth episode you said now. That's, yeah, I, I'm it. ready, man. I'm ready. This is this is gonna be a good one. Let's get to it. All right, man. Let's get let's get to it. Let's get to it. So, um, all right. Uh, I'll let you I'll let you kick it off. Uh, go ahead and give me uh, one of the tracks you want to talk about. All right, cool. Um, well, if we're gonna start it off, let's go with uh, Lone Star. That's the first one I want to talk about. Okay. All right. So, m- my thoughts on this. Super dope beat, dope chorus, and dope verses, and overall just an awesome song. I think uh, I think John Connor is so smooth on this beat, and it just feels so right for him. Uh, the chorus had a little bit of that UGK feel added to it, which is right. also sick for you know like at this time. What what year is this? 2012. This mixtape came out. Yes, 2012. So yeah, I mean he was still coming up. Like he's got some good. He's he's had like we talked in the last couple. Um, mixtapes he's had some good cosigns and he has more good cosigns on this as well which is sick um he has uh oh sorry the uh the dope features also add some good flavor to this mixtape i thought um he had he had some a lot of stuff by himself but when he throws in some of the artists on this mixtape and we'll get to some others in a little bit um like bumby is on this one which is the main reason i wanted to talk about it um I thought it was super dope. Added some some good stuff to the mixtape. Little switch up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the what I wrote down in my notes was um, going back to the song was like it has that like two thousand South production to it, and of course you know figures we cut with an artist like Bun B on it. Exactly. Um, GLC for those of you that don't know him, um, he was also a dope feature on Drive Slow and Spaceship by Kanye West. So if you know those iconic yep. Kanye West songs, you know GLC. Um, 
I actually thought it was a sample and I tried to do research, um, but I, I thought the hook was sampled or maybe even the instrumental itself, but I couldn't uh, confirm or deny that. Uh, oh, it could be. I don't know. Because it sounds, it sounds so like, it sounds so like 2000s South, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, it does. Early 2000s. Uh, it's a really, it's a really dope record. Like you said, it's a nice switch up for John Connor because he doesn't really, I don't, I don't think going back through, I mean, we're on the fifth mixtape here while you're sleeping or while you were sleeping. And I don't remember ever of all the songs, correct me if I'm wrong off the top of my head. I don't remember a song that had the, that kind of, that kind of Southern style like this one. No, nah, not that I can think of. This is like the first song that I think of that comes to mind where I, you know, that UGK is very apparent on this song and mm-hmm. that feels and and I don't feel like I felt that on any of the past mixtapes until this point. Yeah, so um, dope to Connor because he's switching it up on here. Um, this this tape was definitely uh, was definitely dope in that respect. Uh, if I do, you have anything else or can I jump to my next no. track? No, no, you're good. All right, man. Uh, so the next track I wanted to get into was um, let's just start with the intro while you were sleeping. Okay. Uh, man, this one is like an anthem. Uh, this one is, this one is amazing. Um, it just, it has that, it has that choir in the background and it's just, again, we kind of talked about this earlier with songs like, um, songs like Someone Like Me where, the, where the instrumental is soft, but it allows Connor to come through and really deliver his passion and uh, yep. bring that intensity, that punch to the beat. Uh, that the beat needs and this is one of them uh where again it's the intro track and he just starts off with so much hunger i mean we we've talked about hunger we talked about passion we talked about all of these things with john connor but this has really been exemplified with with this song i mean this song was a it, it's still it's still an unskippable song to me whenever it comes on because it just puts me in the mood to just grind to just work like I used to have it on my basketball playlist before I um before I played ba- uh, when I, back when I played basketball like this was uh, the one of the ultimate hype songs I mean if you're just ever feeling like you know what I'm saying like if you if you need that 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 pick me up that like I gotta go get it no matter what this is the anthem for that. Uh, Connor snaps on this whole thing. It's only like two minutes, but it's just so beautifully, uh, it's so beautifully written, and he delivers every bar um, in such a raw way, in such an aggressive way that it just really each bar stands out like every single bar, and this is like a quotable for me, like a like almost like a life mantra. So it's it's very well written, um, very to the point, not overdone. Um, the only thing is, I wish that. In hindsight, I wish the bass would have knocked more, but um, the bass, the little kick that he hit, that he added to the uh, to the instrumental, but you know it works it works perfectly the way um, the way everything came out because uh, because again that little that choir just really just gives it that softness and you have with the beat not being much of a presence you really have nothing to do but pay attention to the words that Connor's spitting like the spotlight is on Connor on this one so I really like this record. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, this is this is such a good intro track. I love it. The beat is so good, and his, uh, you know, just like the lyrics he's spitting on this are very, very inspiring. I think uh, he has some really really nice flow switches on it too, which is awesome. Um, and this is another great example of 
you know we've talked in the past this is the this is another great example of the type of beat that fits him well yeah um and as always that we've that we've also talked about high energy lots of passion and then he brings his witty rhymes to add to it and it's just it just makes for a really 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 dope intro track to this mixtape yeah man uh you guys know if you listen to a podcast for a while you know how much i value intros and outros to projects i think they set the tone they set the mood and they they have to be done very well and this one definitely sets the mood it's definitely one of the best intro tracks i think i've ever heard in my life and it's it's just really good i mean again the way he builds it too like you you kind of talked about this with his flow changing and stuff like the way he builds his energy, he builds up, then tears down, then builds up, and he matches the beat so perfectly. Um, yeah. Because at the end, the beat kind of strips, and he gives you those last few bars where it's just so powerful. Um, that yeah, it's 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 a dope record. So it's a it's a favorite for me. I could go on about it forever, but uh, I'll toss it to you if you want to bring up your next song. All right, cool. So the next song is "Rags to Riches" featuring Kid Ink. And that is actually the the uh, reason I picked this song is because 2012, this is pretty early Kid Ink. So looking yeah. back, like I actually kind of forgot about this song. Um, it's not like my favorite John Connor song by any means, but just looking at it, it's like it seems like it could be such a big moment in his career because Kid Ink's pretty much blown up since then, like pretty big. He had the songs with Chris Brown and everything. I mean, as of late, I wouldn't say he's massive now, but he had a really good run there. What, maybe like 2015? Yeah. 14, 15, somewhere around there. Yeah. He had a, he had um, a, he had a a real, real nice buzz. Yeah. Um, He was, he was popping. Um, yeah, but, uh, honestly, I'm not a huge fan of this beat. I think it's a little too, um, the word I use to describe it is starry. Like I don't I don't know if that makes sense I don't really know how else to describe it like uh, the chord yeah like yeah I don't know like um like it's a little bit too glossy a little bit too flashy is that what you're saying no 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 I don't think it's that I think it's very like like you know like the twinkle that a star makes that that, that they say <laughs> the that nur- sound the nursery that kind of, on me yeah 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 exactly that that star i don't know starry is the I, I only word i saying. can think to, I get, to I get describe it. i hope the listeners get it because i get it and i don't know how to break it down any better than you yeah they'll just have to listen for themselves and yeah. uh and then they'll be able to understand what i'm saying but i um and i also think that the chorus is a little weak which is weird because i would think if you had kid ink who's a i think he's a pretty good chorus guy you would yeah. have him write a super dope hook but at the same time this is pretty early kid ink like i said so it's not like he was um at a super super uh defined point in his career or anything he was still coming up but i do like the rapping from john connor and kid ink um so it's it's not my favorite song but really i think this is a collab that like looking forward or even now if these two were to make a song together with everything they've learned since this mixtape i think that would be a really dope collab yeah yeah, I would. I'm with you on that. It would be interesting to um, to hear another collab with them. Um, you know, I'm actually gonna disagree with you here. I like the hook. Um, really? Yeah. Okay. I think. I think hey, it's good that we have some times where we disagree because a lot of it we just agree. I know, man. A lot of it we're just saying the same shit different ways. But um, but no, I I like the hook. Uh, to me, I actually wrote down in my notes that um, you know, as I was writing this, 
uh, I'm kind of like, like I'm, I'm in a mind state where I'm almost kind of looking back and like, and, and, uh, looking back at other projects and bouncing back and forth between, between kind of projects. And like to go back to season one where I had like my problems with, with so many hooks, like to see this one. Now this one, I wouldn't say it's perfect. I wouldn't even, I would say it's maybe one of his better hooks. It's, but, um, but this project in general, but especially this song kind of, it, it kind of, because this song is like in the middle of the album, like it's not really far into the album, right. um, or mix safe, I should say, but, um, it just kind of hit me as I was listening to this song specifically, like, wow, like his hooks really have come a long way. Um, yeah, they're I not agree. perfect by any means, but they're, they're much more developed and fully fleshed out than they were in the very beginning. And this one's a simple hook too. And, uh, we talked about it before with Connor's hooks. A lot of them are simple because the emphasis is on the verses, not the hooks. But, um, but this one to me, like the melody works, like, um, it sounds clean. Uh, and it just, it, and it just kind of, again, it doesn't, I wouldn't say it necessarily builds or takes away from the song, but it definitely maintains the song. Okay. I see where you're coming from, 100% with that. All right. Uh, without further ado, then, can I jump into, speaking of hooks, can I jump into my next song? Because my next song features, like, wow, the best hook in, the best hook on the album, in my opinion, or mixtape. All right, yep. Let's do it. All right. Don't Want to Be, featuring Leah Mack. Now this to me 100% like far and away and I will I will argue this if you if you if you disagree but I doubt I doubt you will. Uh this to me is clearly the best song on the tape. Amazing content, dope instrumental, amazing hook by Leah Max. She killed it. Uh that for that third verse when he talks about the use of the n-word was so dope. Um and again, the instrumental's amazing. I don't know if it's a sample of anything. Um, it sounds like it's a sample, but I'm yeah, not I have, entirely sure. I have sure. the samples written down. I know what they are. Oh, okay. Uh, go ahead and say those real quick before I get into All right, the rest so, of that stuff. So the the beat itself is uh, called "Finally Moving" by Pretty Lights. Um, that was a pretty popular song. I want to say is around that the, this wait, time. Is that the same one Webby remixed? Yes, it is. Really. That same that song he has a song called Finally Moving that is this exact same. Um, wow, I never the beat is the same. That. But what's weird is that the um, wow. the like hook part of it, not Leah Max part, but yeah. the other part is the lyrics to I Don't Want to Be by uh, Gavin DeGraw. If you ever okay. heard that song, you've definitely no, you've I, definitely I heard the song. Okay, yeah, I wouldn't um, know it off the top of my head, but probably if I heard it. Yes, you've definitely heard the song. So yeah. that's a pretty interesting way to make a sample, I thought. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's so dope. Um, wow, I gotta listen back to finally move it because, like, wow, I felt like those verses, or I felt like the instrumental was it's not even close to being the same. That's crazy. I it's, gotta go back. I think it's slowed down on Webby's version, if I remember, and it's kind of, uh, and he also has the, so the the hook that not to go off right. topic but the hook on webby's version is um is from etta james that song she did called something's got a hold of me or oh, hold okay. on me i think it's a uh, they took he took the pretty lights finally moving beat and then put the etta james chorus on top of it and then 
John Connor took the Pretty Lights finally moving beat and used a different song, which was the the Gavin DeGraw lyrics on top of it. <laughs> wow, that's funny. So everybody wants to sample that beat, but not the lyrics. <laughs> I, I don't think it's an actual song. Like I oh, know the okay. beat was like really popular. I think it's more like a more like an EDM kind of thing. Oh, okay. I'm I'm not sure. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I know the beat. I like wow. I've I've heard that song on uh used by a lot of different artists that were underground, especially around this time. Dope. But I'm not completely sure. Dope work because I could not find anything on this. Um, but. Back to back to my point about um, the third verse, which was to me like the most potent. The first two verses are kind of setting himself up again on his people's rapper shit, where you know he's basically explaining why he's a people's rapper and you know just giving game and education. But this third this third verse comes right after the beat kind of breaks, and then he said, you know, let's get it clear, we are all one. This word blank. Uh, tell me this: what's worse than being called one? Because if you won, then we all won. Because other races going to judge me on the last time they saw one. And, you know, he, he just goes he just goes on and on. And just, um, I don't want to spoil the whole thing. Because the way he builds it, is, and, and the way he ends it, is so dramatic. Um, with those last lines, before we point the finger at them, let's point one at us. What do we want to be? You know, like, that's, that's such a, that's such an interesting take on the n-word that i haven't really i haven't really heard of that uh that take before where it's where you're kind of saying you're kind of taking ownership and saying we we as african americans have to um decide what we want to be as opposed to as opposed to you know does it mean what does it mean like they're kind of looking at it what do we want to be do we want to you know what we act like will personify what that word is so that was an interesting take yeah, that is actually very interesting. I didn't really think about that. Yeah, it's uh, it's awesome. And then, of course, Liam Mack's vocals are just so perfect for this song. I mean, my God. Uh, you're with me, right? This is the best song on the tape? I don't know about the best song on the tape, but I do like it a lot. Yeah, because to me, this is one of Connor's best songs in his catalog, like in his whole entire catalog. I love this song. And this, to me, like we talked about like True Colors and stuff, like being like a superhero song. This is one of those songs for me too. Like and this is just so in Connor's pocket. Like if he made an album full of tracks like this, I would be I would be fine. Like I love That's actually these that's wild to me, bro. I I thought when you said when you said you wanted to do this song, I'm s I, I honestly thought that you were gonna tear the beat apart. I didn't think you'd like it. Oh no, man, I love it. Um this was actually probably one of the first songs I heard too, actually to flashback. Um I don't know. Actually, I don't know if it, it was one of the first songs I heard because it came out the same, like, believe it or not, like, it came out, like, a year after season 12, so it wasn't really... Because he released these next three tapes, like, right. all together pretty much in, in the same yeah. year. And um, I, I, think, I think what happens is I... Um, or what happened is I seen the music video and the music video is incredible too, by the way, that's a whole nother thing. Check out the music video. Um, it's really dope. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a, it's a dope track. It stands out to me every time I come back to this, uh, to this album and the, or mixtape. And this is one of the songs off this mixtape that I will just absolutely never, ever skip. It's, it's an all time, all time favorite of mine, like of all songs of all artists. So it's, dope. I think, um, definitely, when you're listening to this mixtape, this 
this beat and the samples on this stand out the most of any mm-hmm. other song. I don't know if you felt that. Yeah, yeah. Like if you're going through it and you're not really paying attention, like this one will definitely this one will definitely catch your ear and you'll be like, wow, this is catchy, really catchy. Yeah. I think um see, I think the the Gavin DeGraw remix chorus is is a could have I think you could have done without that part. That wasn't my favorite. I think it's just that it's like that song is so mainstream and so familiar to me that when I hear it, it's, it sounds kind of – it sounds a little bit whack to me. Um, I don't I don't really know why. But, like, I'm not mad at the way he used it because I understand the whole sampling thing. The, the samples all together are super dope. I just think that part wasn't really my favorite. Um, but he's definitely – got great rapping on this lyrics are great he's you know he's also telling you that he's here to give lessons and not just rap random lyrics like a lot of these other guys are um and at that time this was a topic he talked about very frequently throughout all these mixtapes um and you know overall the song has a really good vibe and i think the lyrics reach you really well reach the listener really really well which is something you kind of touched on yeah a hundred percent um we want to toss it to your next song all right. Yes. Uh, the last song I have is uh, Dubby. Um, this is, to me, one of the few times you get to hear John Connor over more of more of a boom bap type beat. I, I, it's not exactly boom bap, but it sounds more of like that uh, simple '90s boom bap type beat to me. Yeah, it has um, those elements. Yeah. Uh, he. Uh, he spits some really nice bars over the whole thing, which is, I mean, that's to be expected. And he kind of just shits all over his haters on this song. Uh, <laughs> and honestly, I love, I love the Mickey Wallace feature on this too. I thought it was oh, yeah. super good. And those two together just sound so great on tracks. We, we touched on it uh, yeah, on one of the last mixtapes that one, what's that? Uh, Renegade. Yes. Yeah. We touched on it on the, um, the people's rapper review. Um, but he definitely, I think he holds his own with John Connor on this. Honestly, I think yeah. he, uh, his, his verse is super nice and obviously John Connor's is. Yeah. A hundred percent, man. I'm here for all their collabs. Um, they, they kind of, they pretty much always when it's just them two on a track. I think they're batting a thousand. Like, yeah, they really, uh, they really play, play well together again. And it, and I kind of talked about this in the renegade, so I won't go too far into this, but, um, just their their difference in voices and delivery uh mm-hmm. is is what creates like such a strong contrast that works you know like um it's not it's not two artists trying to sound the same or do the same things like they're they're two totally different artists but because they're so different it it works it comes together um and they they both come through as just raw hip hop artists and yeah it's a dope song um Connor again. Uh, this is a song where I believe he has that, where he has that line um, that I think you just talked about with it. You know, with him, you know, stating the whack rappers in the game. Isn't this the one where he has the line about how uh, he hates? Uh, he's like all, all critics say all Connor talks about is is the whack shit that's going on. He's like shit. Well, if it was true, I wouldn't have to or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I wanna um, I wanna look that up real quick. He but says it was this song, right? Uh, he says, they say, I'm tired of Connor. 
saying how dudes whack shit i'm tired of saying it too (laughs) (laughs) that was brilliant that was the part of it yeah yeah that was that was brilliant um that that was dope that was dope um so yeah (laughs) yeah it's a dope track uh definitely stands out um it's really just i mean that's that hip-hop that's that track for the hip-hop heads 100 percent on this one this is the one that stands out to the hip-hop heads um, yeah, and not not to like beat a dead horse with it, but this is the this is the uh, what we talked about on Renegade. How M and J are so good together on that because their styles are so different is kind of the same thing you were touching on with Mickey Wallace and John Connor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, that's a dope point. Uh, without further ado, I'll jump to my last song as well. Um, it's right. called Never Left, and this okay. one. This song is hard. Connor snaps. Um, probably my favorite Connor hook on this project. Um, again, like that wouldn't count the the amazing Leah Mack one on on uh, Don't Wanna Be. But yeah, as far as as far as Never Left, like this one is um, this hook is just is is really dope to me. Really catchy. Hundred percent fuck with it. Uh, Connor's rapping's there. Some of the best rapping on the tape to me. Um, it's uh, it's up there, and yeah, it's it's a really really dope uh, dope record. Like, I mean, do you want to go any more in depth on it? Yeah, well, I agree with what you're saying with the with the hook definitely, and his lyrics are so raw, but it sucks because I I think this beat is really like not good. Really, what don't you like yeah. about the beat? Uh, it's it's very. Okay, I can listen to like pretty much any genre of music, but EDM is like I'm not on that and this is very this has such a EDM vibe to it and I just think it sounds weird to be honest. I'm just I'm just this is my least favorite beat on the whole on the whole tape. Really? Wow. Yeah, not um, a fan. Wow, it work it works for me. It works for me. Um, you know, I think it's kind of like uh I think it's kind of like that one um What's that song? I'm blanking on it right now. Uh, the the uh, everyday um, not the everyday struggle. Sorry. The um, uh, oh the everything beat on season two. Like that's that one was like so different that like um, that was alternative rock. That wasn't like EDM. But um, but a lot of people that I talked to were like I can't stand that beat and that like hook. But it totally worked for me. And that this one to me is the same way. Like you're right. I'm totally far from that EDM wave as well. Like, I I've never been on that hype. Um, you know, I t- in all fairness, I haven't really checked it out. I've just heard what I've heard. But, right, I'm kind um, of the same way. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I'm not on that hype. But it works for me. I that's funny. I don't really get an EDM feel when I listen to it. It's very like, dude. I have such a hard time like explaining EDM beats. You know, it's like fast <laughs> yeah. and 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 wild kind of but i don't know the ly- the lyrics are so raw in this song and i like the hook but this the beat just it doesn't do it for me on this one all right all right fair enough fair enough um all right uh you want to get into your overall thoughts or do you want me to take the stage yeah sure i'll go first go so overall for me i feel like this is this is a little bit of a um a softer mixtape from john connor i don't think there's as much like really blunt hard rapping a lot of the beats are softer um 
the choruses are pretty soft overall. He, you know, he's got some, he's got some hard tracks on this as well, but I think just like overall, uh, up to this point, this would be the, the softest mixtape he has. Um, he only has like a couple songs that I, that I dislike and not even dislike that they're just not my favorite songs. Um, but there's a ton of really good ones on here. So definitely if you haven't heard this mixtape, go check it out. It's super dope. Um, Definitely a different overall sound, I think, and a really good stepping stone for John Con- John Connor moving forward. Uh, I think there's a lot that he learned from this mixtape moving forward that he is able to use and will be able to use um, on other projects. Um, overall, I'd probably give this one a high 7 out of 10, maybe an 8. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much my overall thoughts. All right, all right, cool. Um, you want to go with the seven point five then, since we stick to numbers, Mister Anthony Fantano, high seven. <laughs> I'll go with a seven point eight. Okay, dope. Um, yeah, I went with the seven on this. Um, a lot of the things that you stated. Uh, again, to me, this uh, outside of season one had the least amount of highs. Um, but yeah, not I agree really, with that. but not really many lows. Um, yeah. So it's still overall very solid, very listenable. Um, it's also it's also pretty long too. Um, for a Connor tape, I think it's I think it's one of the longer ones. I I'll I think it's check, 17, check 18 time. songs. Uh, yeah, and it's oh, it's only an hour and six minutes. So he's had longer projects, but um, comparatively comparatively speaking, it is longer than uh than his last two mixtapes before this. The only one. The only ones we reviewed that were longer so far were uh, were the season one and two. Uh, those yeah. were, those were longer, but yeah. So this is on the longer end, uh, not by much though, but um, just over just over an hour. Um, but you know the thing the thing that you brought up is very interesting to me in that you know you talked about him getting tools and putting together tools that he could mo- use for a later date, and I totally agree with that because to me. Uh, what stands out about this project to me is that like this is to me, although I don't love every song, this to me like when I look back in his discography, this is one of the tapes outside of probably season one that I return to the least. Um, but this is a tape where if I if I objectively looking back and like just kind of understanding all of Connor's catalog, this is the one to me where it seems like okay, like he's really putting. He's really figuring it out. He's really putting it together. Like he's figuring out how to um, incorporate all elements of his of his music, like the 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 hooks, the the songwriting, not just rapping, but actual songwriting. Because um, he's very topical on a lot of these songs, like "Don't Want to Be" right. and stuff. And and his writing is very precise, and, instead of instead of kind of all over the place um, with a lot of the bars and stuff that he normally does. Um, mm-hmm. so I feel like he's, he's very focused when he tackles, uh, some subjects on this tape. And so that to me is, is what makes this a very interesting and probably important tape in his catalog. But, um, yeah, to me, what, what, what doesn't have me returning to this as much as the others, like, like don't want to be, and while you were sleeping are two songs that I returned to on the, on the regular of Connor. Like those are probably, those are probably top 10 most played Connor songs for me or close to it. But uh, but outside of that, I don't really return to a lot, and so a lot of it kind of fades into the background of of his of his extensive discography. 
Uh, so that's kind of what holds me back. And, um, but you know, it's still, it's still an enjoyable listen. Like when I went back a couple more times to listen to it for this review, I'm realizing, okay, I'm not, I'm not hating these songs. Like these are cool. And I might listen to them a few more times than I thought I would have, but they're not, uh, they're not songs that are going to last, last for me personally. Um, Right. And, and, and again, to your point about the softer instrumentals, I, I like that too. That was a, that was the thing that I took away as well is, uh, it's, it's a very, it's a very softer, um, it's a very softer project in terms of, in terms of the sonics and of the, and the instrumentals. Um, yeah. but yeah, it's a, it's a dope one. Uh, still recommend it. Um, it probably falls somewhere in like the middle of his catalog for me. Uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a dope tape. And, a, and again, I feel like with, with songs like, uh, with songs like uh, Lone Star and stuff, you are getting some new Connor taste too, which is which is nice as well. And we talked about this earlier, like a lot of his tapes are changing sonically every time. Like season two is totally different than this one, uh, right. sonically. So, um, so yeah, I, think, I just I don't think. Go ahead. Um, I definitely think that season two is the is a mixtape I would rather listen to over this tape. But yeah, I think looking at, at looking as far as the development of him as an artist, I think this is more, this tape's more important to his come up. Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Um, well, uh, unless you got anything to add, why don't you uh, get your favorite tracks and get out of here? All right. So my favorite tracks on this, um, Definitely Lone Star. I love, love that song. I think it's sick. The Bum B feature is so good on there. Um, I really love While You Were Sleeping. I'm sure that's one of your, I know that's one of your favorites. Yeah, 100%. And um, I don't know, as far as just like, like, a, you know, bars, you know, kind of bringing the heat, I really like scriptures as well. Yeah, that's a good one. That's that a good one we didn't hard. talk about. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say my favorites are, of course, of course, off the top, it's "Don't Want to Be" and uh, "And While You Were Sleeping." Those two are obvious. And then if I had to give a couple more that I like, um, I I really like um, I really like "Standing in the Sun" because I love that feature. Um, it's a nice closeout. Um, I also I also would say either "Scriptures" or "Still Here." I like those as well. Or, mm-hmm. or or Dubby, honestly. Dubby's I, I like fire, Dubby bro. Yeah, Dubby's Dubby, so Dubby is pretty fire. So yeah, I'll I'll go with Dubby. Dubby was pretty that that's a pretty hard track. Um so if you're listen if you listen to a podcast and haven't heard the tape, go check out some of those. If you are a fan of Connor, please let me know what your thoughts are on this project. Connor and I tag us both if you like. Uh Connor, we're we're over the halfway mark now. We're approaching the last two tapes. Uh, the, the next two will be Best in the World, dedicated to Kanye and Biggie. Um, I'm pretty excited for these next two reviews. Oh, uh, dude, peep. Uh, listen, if 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 you're listening right now and you've liked any of the reviews that you've listened to so far, just wait until we do the next the next two. They are just. They're gonna be next level. I can't wait. Oh yeah, man. They're they're gonna be next level. I'm I'm very excited to talk about these next two 100. percent Um, and um and I'm glad you're sticking with me, man. I mean, shit, seven podcasts in seven days. That's a lot. Of, that's a, that's a grind. It is, but hey, I'm all for it, man. I'm here for it. 
Yeah, I'm here for it. It's the least we can do for the people's rapper. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So salute to John Connor. If you're listening once again, thank you. We appreciate you. Follow us. Um, uh, hit us up. Talk to us. Uh, we'd, love, we'd love to chat with you. Maybe get you on the podcast with us as well someday. Um, Connor, thank you for thank you for joining the show, and I want to thank my listeners once again for uh, for for listening to the podcast. And if you're new to the podcast, this is the first one you've heard. You can go back and check out Strictly Hip Hop or Strictly Hoop Talk, uh, my NBA and hip hop podcast, intertwined into one feed. Um, you can find them on Apple Podcasts and on uh, Podbean just by searching Strictly Hip Hop and Strictly Hoop Talk. And, uh, yeah, they cover all sorts of things. I do album reviews, mixtape reviews, um, you know, the latest stuff, the latest stuff that's going on in the NBA. I'm going to get some NBA playoff talk up this week as well, so stay tuned for that. And, yeah, there's a, there's a lot more stuff coming and, of course, more of Connor Week. So we'll be back for Episode 6 of Connor Week tomorrow, which is the Kanye tape.